1: Uh, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome. If you're listening to this live, it is Christmas time. Oh my gosh, hard to believe. You know, I don't know if you're like me, if you're getting older, but all of a sudden, I think yesterday was July 4th. It was summertime. I was running around in a bikini. Okay, maybe not a bikini. <laughs> and I knew I said, tomorrow's going to be Christmas, and it's almost here. Well, I am very, very excited about today's show because we are focusing on, you know, when you listen to Forbes Factor, you're forward thinking about your health, you're forward thinking about your wealth and how those two combine equal happiness. Well, I guess that's a little simplistic because there may be a couple of other things that are layered into it. I've got some amazing guests for you today. I'm quite honored. They're hard to get. Um, And the first one I met actually at a glamping thing. What is glamping? Uh, Glamping is where uh, urban people try to go camping. It's not pretty because the bathroom is not in your, you don't have a hotel room, you have a bunk. Which most of us who live in urban society don't really do. Um, you think you want to take your makeup kit, trudging down the wood path to the kind of quasi outhouse? It's very interesting because it's glamorous camping. Uh, but what I did was I met some amazing women. So today, what I want to focus on is one of the things is mindfulness. And if you've not heard of this concept, uh, my first guest will share with you, in a wonderfully delicious, humorous way, how this one word is actually not only changing business, but society. And if we pay attention to this, that is one of the secret fast tracks, I believe, to happiness. So without further ado, uh, she is a woman who brings the East and the West together. She has a very unique take on stressed-based lifestyles. Yeah, there's no accident that she happened into my life. Um, Do you lead a stressful life? Are you thinking about your kids and money and shopping and your weight and your state of economy? I might go down the list, right? By the way, stressed spelled backwards means dessert. So I'm going to start with dessert first and bring you the sweet part of my day. But she's found a way to harness this and allow you to create your own personal peak performance so that you can lead a more meaningful, youthful, anti-aging, if you will, experience of life. Uh, please welcome Dr. Romy. Dr. Romy, are you out there? I am Forbes. Hello. It is wonderful to reconnect to you. With you on the other side of our glamping adventure. I know. Is that crazy? Now, where are you calling from? You have a little, little bit of static in the background. Oh, I apologize.
2: I am calling in from Orlando, Florida. I have uh, just flown almost hundred thousand miles, spreading this message of mindfulness, and I'm hunkering down and getting ready to get some rest for the holidays.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. All right, so let's start with telling everybody, which I love hearing this story, because you are a doctor, a real doctor. Tell us about that life and how you came to this side of your life. Oh, Forbes, yes. As you know, I am a traditionally trained
2: neurologist, brain doctor. I spent 14 years of my career um, sleep deprived, working 80, 90 hours a week, and I was very passionate about taking care of patients who had everything from stroke and epilepsy to depression and anxiety and what... I was never trained to do was to manage my stress and build my own emotional resilience. And it was a source of deep shame. And the emotional stress and sleep deprivation got so bad, it made me very physically ill. And seven and a half years ago, I had life-saving surgery. And at that moment, when I was coming out of surgery, uh, wise elder women in my family had me reconnect to ancient Eastern therapies of healing, Ayurveda, meditation, yoga. And I realized that my post-operative chest pain was feeling better. I was coming out of this brain fog, this depression, and it sent me on a journey around the world to learn about ancient modalities of healing and how to bring Eastern and Western medicine together with which, what I call braining up. It's bringing together the brain science and mindfulness all together so that we're not only managing stress, but we're performing at our peak which is something you do very well Forbes and a lot of people can look at you know celebrities like yourself and think well I can't live like Forbes that's because she's Forbes Riley but I really want to teach people how the brain works so that we can all show up at our best peak performance
1: every day. I think that is awesome now you have to forgive me you're very smart I tend to think like an eight year old. So you're going to dumb down everything so I can comprehend this, okay? <laughs> Thank you for and reminder. I truly mean that because Absolutely. what I'm hoping that you'll... Well, because that's, you know, sometimes smart people and educated people do that. And I, I'm always mindful because I do sell to masses on home shopping that the simpler I get, the bigger my sales. Cause I just think a broader audience listens to it. So I would, what I would love for you to do is to give me three tips. Three things that people can do is we're going into this holiday season, to me this is the ultimate stress time. You are never good enough, or rich enough, or have enough parties to go to, or look thin enough in your outfit, or got the right presents. There's this weird amount of stress that everybody is dealing with this time of year, even though it's supposed to be the happiest time of the year. So rather than drink away our troubles, maybe you can give us three solid tips that my audience who all have a pen and paper, right? You guys all have a pen and paper? whenever you listen to Forbes Riley, you always have to have a pen and paper on your pad uh, that they could in fact follow.
2: Okay. Step one, Forbes, I call it recognize the crazy because most of us, when we're not present or mindful, we think whatever is going around us, we've lost control. It's our in-laws that are screaming at us. It's, you know, our fault for faltering on our diet or forget it. Maybe the people in the store made the clothes smaller this year. That's why nothing seems to be fitting. That's that moment when we lose control. I call it recognize the crazy, stop and recognize. That's that moment where what's known as the fear center and the brain takes over makes us think we've lost control and we feel crazy and life feels crazy. And if we can even just stop and recognize Oh, I'm sitting in the crazy right now. That's half the battle for. So one is recognize the crazy. Step two is go take a timeout. Walk away from the fitting room. Literally walk away from your family members that are driving you crazy, if that's the case, or if you're feeling like you're losing it in a long line at the stores, you know, to buy last minute holiday gifts, walk away. Because the key is when we walk Away, We're no longer looking at what's driving us crazy. We're not listening to it. We're not tasting it, whatever it may be, touching it if it's a dress that's not quite fitting right. So give ourselves permission to walk away. And the third thing of what I love teaching anywhere from my corporate clients to my patients is to do a controlled breathing exercise. Forbes, do you want to do a controlled breathing
1: exercise with us in your audience right now? Would that be helpful? I would love to, you know, the, one of the principles of this, this concept that I'm launching called momentum is five aspects that I focus on eat, move, think, sleep, and breathe. And I was actually Uh going to come to you to actually be the mentors for the breathing section of which most of us, believe it or not, we do it every day. We have no idea how to make it better or why what we're doing is not working for us. So yes, yes. And Yes.
2: Okay, so we've called out the crazy, we've taken a timeout and walked away from the situation, and now the key is to do a deep breathing. And if we all have a smartphone or a smartwatch that's much smarter than us on us, set a timer for three minutes. That's all you need to turn off the crazy in the brain and literally close your eyes or look at the floor and take a deep breath in through the nose while you're expanding your belly. So it's like, oh my gosh, I'm growing a bowling ball in my belly. Hold the breath open the mouth and blow out all the air slowly. And so that like the bowling ball is disappearing in the belt. It's that simple Forms: Inhale in through the nose, hold the breath, and deep exhale out while opening the mouth, collapsing the belly to the spine. Repeat this cycle for three minutes. And let me tell you, if you've got a busy brain like you, like me, like all of our audience members, Our brain, the crazy part of our brain is going, this is so stupid. Why am I breathing? This is not working. I have 8,000 things to do on my to-do list. That's crazy. Just let it happen while you keep focusing on the counting of the breathing. Inhale, count of three, hold the breath one, and deep exhale, blowing the air out through your mouth to the count of four. And cycle through that. The brain scan studies show that this crazy center in the brain that goes off for whatever is stressing us out actually stops stressing and goes to a state of calm in three minutes. And it may not be from like, you know, DEF CON level 11 stress out of 10 down to a one, but we can at least cut the stress level down in half. And if we're like, okay, this is feeling good, then set the timer again for another three minutes. And I will tell you this Forbes, when I've got clients that call me in the middle of a panic attack, it's typically two to three of these breath cycles that they've named their crazy. They've walked away from what was panicking them and they sit down and do this and the brain just calms down. And all of a sudden it's like, I'm back in control again. I can handle
1: it. See, I just love this. So guys, as you're listening to this, What did you just hear? There are times when right before you yell at your kids or the lady behind the counter or the line's too long where there's nothing you can actually do but you want a head explode. What did Romy just say? Stop for a second. Look at your watch. Take a big breath in. Blow it out. And I got to tell you, before I met Dr. Romy, I thought that was only for meditation or for yoga class, but I have stood in line at a store where the kids – were screaming behind me the woman in front that put, it broke I've got somewhere to be and all I want to do is hurt somebody and I hear Romy in my head going breathe breathe <laughs> and then I just, like, I'm laughing going, I can do this I'm in control of my breath it's the only thing I have control of right now oh yeah. and sometimes I go wait if I, if I had a garlic salad I can breathe on the person I don't like behind me <laughs> All right, so we're about to take our first break for the show, guys. I'm hoping that that was a very valuable tip. Romy, when you come back, you've got a couple of funny stories. I would like you to help make our audience smile today. So, uh, guys, don't go away. We're going to go talk to a couple of our sponsors. When we come back, um, I also have a beautiful guest waiting a little bit who's going to teach you how to easily tell your story and make money. So, Romy, do you have a book? Yes. I, it is do currently being called? written. It, yes. Success. We don't have a book. I'm going to show you. You're going to want to watch and listen to the second half of the show. Trust me. I can't wait. book in a week? I have, a, I have yeah. a. My book is coming out fourth quarter of
2: 2018 called the Busy Brain Cure. So if they go to my website, they'll learn more.
1: Well, that's nice and all, but could you write a book before that? That actually just might be on breathing. What if you could get a book out over the weekend? What if, I mean, I'm not kidding. That would be genius. So you're with a traditional publisher and it takes a year. But no, my my next guest has got insight. I think she does, like she did at one point like a book a weekend. Okay, so I'm not kidding. And it doesn't mean to be your best book or your, it's not your last book, it's your first book. So while that one's coming out, I bet you've got some quick little tips that not only could you enroll an audience, make money and educate them like that. So we're going to go to a break. You guys are listening to The Forbes Factor, especially Holiday Edition, How to De-Stress and Make More. uh, uh, Just by telling your story, this is a really fun show. You're going to want to share this with your friends. We've got a little bit more time. If you got somebody who needs to listen to this, tell them you're listening to Forbes Factor right here on Voice America. Don't go away.
3: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America.
0: You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley.
1: Okay, so I'm just so excited. The word mindfulness. When you take out the stress in your day and you put in Dr. Romy's tips, your life gets better. And as I always preach and talk about on Forbes Factor, it's a combination of health, wealth, and that equals happiness. So it's very, very important we forget that our brain is, is powerful. If we forget sometimes that we have actually a choice every day to be happy or not be happy. I don't care how the world has treated you. If you believe that life happens for you, not to you. Uh, many of you know that I witnessed the Las Vegas shooting and I went through a very traumatic experience and I've talked to many of the people who dealt with that and actually were on the ground and saw things that no human should ever see happen to another human. You can dwell on that for the rest of your life or you can try to figure out What was your role in this? What were you there for? How can you take that experience and help other people? And when you come to that in every aspect of your life and you become of service as Dr. Romy and many of my other very close friends will speak about, uh, your life just gets better. It's not really about you. And I've had too many friends who have left the planet too early because they've chosen to commit suicide lately. This seems to be a very rampant phenomenon. I'm gonna say that when people are at that moment, they are only thinking of themselves how much pain they're in, how much it hurts, how confusing it is for them, as opposed to stepping out and saying, you know what, I bet there's some kid in an orphanage or some lady in an old folks home who might be able to use my help. And maybe for the holidays, that's what you choose to do. If it's not all going your way or something dread, draftful, drastic has happened to you, rather than sit and dwell on it, take that energy and go help somebody who's hurting even more than you. Especially this time of year, my heart goes out to all the kids who sit in orphanages. And I don't know if you realize, but all across America, there are these orphanages. Um, I have a charity that I deal with called Kids, K-I-D-S, Kids in Dire Situations. And if you're not adopted as a baby, most people don't want you as an early teen and you're not old enough to get released. Um, So if you're curious at all about how to help a kid during this holiday with more than just a teddy bear or a game, but maybe spend the afternoon or invite them for a dinner. That is an option that you can do that will make you feel better. I know that. I do this all the time. You can't help but feel better when you give. So to Dr. Romy's point, Dr. Romy, you still there? I am, Forbes, yes. The three tips that you shared with us about recognize the crazy, taking a break from it, walking away, and understanding how to breathe, I thought those were amazing. And thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome, Forbes, and thank you for that message. You know, there's something you
2: brought up that no doctor will ever talk about. We, When doctors get on TV shows or radio shows like yours, you know, people expect to hear, you need to sleep more, eat more, exercise, whatever, but there is one thing that is killing more Americans today than high cholesterol, being overweight, or diabetes, and that's loneliness. And I agree. And the holidays just amplify any negative emotions any of us would have. And, you know, for those listeners of yours that know me, they've seen me on Fox News or they've heard me speaking around the country. You're like, oh, this is Dr. Romy. She's got it all together. Lord, let me tell you, Forbes, you know this about me. I am divorced. I had a marriage in my 20s that did not work out. And what does happens around the holidays? At Hanukkah, at Christmas, at New Year, my Jewish aunties, my Chris, uh, Christian aunties, my Catholic aunties, and my him, uh, Indian aunties, all my elders, they have one question, Forbes. Guess what that question is? You did not find yeah, out
1: India yet, aunt, me? <laughs> <laughs> and they say it like that, don't they? Say that again. Did you
2: find a husband? We were praying since last Hanukkah or Christmas that you would come with a suitable boy this time. What happened? Huh? Right? And so this is a message of love to all my single brothers and sisters that are out there this holiday season. We got you. We got your pain. And sometimes we feel like we are going through this life. I, I'm right there with you going like, um, hello universe. Where's my partner? Where's my life partner? Where's the love of my life? And this is what mindfulness changed about me orbs. I was like, it isn't about finding someone to love me. It was like understanding that I needed to start this love affair with myself and be of service to other people, that when I learned how to love myself and say, wow, I've got some brain power here, how can I use it to make other people's lives better? Then all of a sudden, you know, when I'd be home for the holidays and they're grilling me about why some date or whatever didn't work out, and I start the deep breathing, by the way, Forbes, and they all know it. They're like, "Don't. we want you to answer the question. Don't do this deep breathing nonsense with us. We are your aunties. We know all about this, Right. And I'm just sitting there deep breathing going, oh, my gosh, how do I get out of this? And in that moment of breathing, I just remember the people that I've helped this year that I will continue to help. And I say schedule a helping opportunity on your calendar because you, you have a great point. You talked about veterans and children and so many people that need help that sometimes we feel overwhelmed. So I say schedule an hour, an afternoon, every week on your calendar that's your helping time. And then start making phone calls or look for volunteer opportunities in your community. Because when we are alone at the holidays, if we reach out and schedule helping time, and Forbes, it may be as simple as helping your elderly neighbor down the street go pick up groceries. And when we do that, that loneliness goes away.
1: You know, I'm going to say this year, that's imperative. If you're someone who has not taken the time out of your busy schedule to help someone else, then you've missed the whole meaning of this holiday. It's not how many Mm -hmm. gifts did you buy or knickknacks did you give somebody or what did you receive. But that will change everything. And I'm going to ask that you do that. Because the more that universally that we all give, it comes back to us. I've learned this over and over again, Romy. I give and I give and I give. Mm -hmm. And I didn't ask for anything in return. But I have the most amazing life and the most amazing gifts, I think, because I give. And, uh, Mm -hmm. And I am experiencing love for the first time in a long time. And it, and it's very cool. I got to tell you, it changes everything. Um, yeah. We want people to go to your website. You need to go to www.drromie.com. She is one of the dearest people in my life. She was my roommate at the glamping. And I have to tell you, we're talking about two fish out of water. <laughs> do you remember that those <laughs> nights? Oh, I do, and oh. I
2: don't know that I would have survived had it not been for you,
1: Forbes, because we were two women with makeup bags and nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean seriously, we sat at the edge of the bed number one telling us telling stories, and I don't know, that two women ever like are roommates again that don't know each other except maybe in prison. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember you have to get a member of get I like to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. I'm older. Well, it was outside down the bushes into the woods, and I'm like what am I doing?
2: But you know, th- there was a reason right, you, the universe um, brought us together and we, we both gave to one another. And I look from that point, two years ago where we
1: both are today, sorbs and how the universe
2: has given back. Uh, and, and what a powerful message for both of us to share for, with all your listeners.
1: Right. So both of us wanted to be speakers. Now Romy can be seen on Fox and all around the country, she, all around the world. She just took a to hundred thousand miles. Because if you're following my career, there's two things I want you to be mindful of. Uh, I'm going to we should write this but 10x literally 10 the letter x growthcon.com 10xgrowthcon.com with Damon John and Grant Cardone and Ty Lopez and all the big influences around the world I am a keynote speaker at this. With 18 men, 3 women, I'm one of the 3 women and we're speaking get this in front of 8500 people February 22nd to the 24th. If you want more information I'll have that posted but I would love if you join me. I know that the, uh, the team is putting together a few tickets on sale. I have access to some discount tickets if you want to. Go on my Facebook right now, say, hey Forbes, how do I get discount tickets to that amazing event you just talked to? 8,500 people, I will be center stage, uh, and my people will be very well taken care of. And of course, in about three weeks, I'm doing a Forbes Factor here in St. Pete. What is Forbes Factor? That is a way to get through all the stuff in your life. Actually, we're thinking of recalling it Soul Purpose. Soul purpose, I think that's interesting. We're going to heal your soul. And here's the beautiful thing about Dr. Romy. I just said, hey, would you come and speak to my audience? I know she's very busy. You know what she simply said? Forbes, anyway, I can be of service. Guys, when you start to think that way, as opposed to going, hey, what did it for me? Your life changes. Romy, I've got one minute. Any final thoughts to my audience? I want everyone
2: this holiday season to do one kind thing for another human being because everything going on in the world, it may feel like, We don't have kindness and compassion, but in order to find that kindness and that connection and get over that loneliness, we must first pass it forward. And so will you take five minutes to a day and do something kind for someone else in your life this holiday season and left shift the energy? And if you want to know more about living at your best peak performance and the brain secrets of how to do that, join the list. Brain up with me at drromi.com. We give away a lot of free eBooks, free webinars, anything that I can do to help you get healthy in your head so you can get healthy in your life.
1: I love you. I'm going to say bye, but coming up right next, we're going to talk about how to make money on your story, how to make a book on a weekend, how to make money, build your list, change your life, all with your own story. Romy, I know you're going to stay tuned, right? Yes, I'll be here. Thank you, Forbes. All right. So all my listeners, we're heading off to a quick break. Do me a favor. Share this with somebody that you love and care about who needs to lead a better life. Tell me you're listening to the Forbes Factor Right here on Voice America. Don't go away.
3: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit
4: facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. I'm busy, and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore.
0: You are listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley.
1: Hey, everybody. If you're listening live in our world right now, about two weeks before Christmas, and then, and then, by the way, it's always really funny because it's Christmas and then it's New Year's. It's, it all comes too soon. I don't know if we scheduled that right. I think, like, Christmas should be October. Then I need a couple of months to out in New Year's. But it all happens at once. And there's a uh, – for some of us, it's a great time. For some of us, it's not a great time, depending on if you're in love, you're not in love, if you've lost somebody. You know, it's, it's a crazy thing you can't predict. But one of the things that my last guest, Romy, talked about is giving away, literally helping somebody else. I guarantee, I guarantee that that is the way to – Find happiness. Um, Forget about how you feel if it's not good and go help a kid or someone who's older down the street, even the littlest task. And if you're feeling really great and really grateful, then don't forget to do those little acts because, oh, it's going so well for you. Let me tell you something. It's a hard time for so many people. And I'm going to encourage all of us who are feeling grateful, which is most of the people who listen to my show. They understand this. I preach this message all the time to find the gratitude in the bad things that happen to you. Find the gratitude when somebody passes away that they had a wonderful life and you're blessed for knowing them rather than sitting there and sulking that you miss them. There are ways to turn it around every day in every way. To that end, guys, I teach a a class. I don't do it very often, but it will change your mind. It's um, called The Forbes Factor. If you want to know more, go to ForbesFactorLive.com. The next one is January 12th through the 14th here in Tampa. It's a spectacular it's a ex- spectacular experience, It's all I can say. You watch some of my videos, everyone who goes through it leaves, transformed to their next highest level. I guarantee that or your money back, okay? All right, so to that end, one of the ways that you can change your life, your business, your credibility, and everything in your world is to have a book. That's the funny thing about the written word. What is a contract? A contract is something you can actually go over to go to court over. You can go to jail over breaking a contract. What was a contract? It is a written bunch of words that you put a signature to. Well, why is that even real? Somehow, since caveman times, when we've written something down, it matters more. I love when people say to me, they'll hand me a piece of paper going, it's our policy, blah, blah, blah. Well, I, I did something very funny. No, no, don't go telling everybody this. I was doing jury duty and there was a you had a park and you had to pay like $50 to park your car. And I'm like, I'm already giving my time and I have to pay $15 to park my car, okay. But then there was this no in and out policy. And I said, wait a second. I said, I'm going to go for lunch. I'm going to have to pay another $15 to park my car. And she looked at the little, she handed me a piece of paper. She said, it's our policy. See, it's right here. And I I took my pen and I crossed that out. And I said, well, it's my policy not to listen to silly policies. (laughs) All right. So the written word matters. I have discovered the hard way that not having a book can keep you from your fame. And then you go, wait, it's really hard to write a book. Everybody's got a book inside of them, and you hear people go, oh, years and years go by, they don't write their book. You know why? Because they tried to write their book. What if there was a system, a way, a technique to get your story, your genius, your expertise out to the world like that? Well, I'm going to invite you to go to thebookninja.com and see what Kristen has up her sleeve. And I, oh, I think she's on the line right now. Kristen, are you there? I am. Hello. Hey, so what did you think about that whole little intro? That was amazing. (laughs) You're awesome. Well, thank you. i got to tell you. So explain to my audience uh, your history with writing books and how you got to be where you are and how you help other people.
5: Well, actually, I'm a serial entrepreneur. So I started my first business when I was six years old selling pet rocks. And recently, I've rediscovered my love of just playing business, starting businesses, investing in them, and so on. And one of the things that I did when I first started getting into publishing was I helped entrepreneurs set up publishing companies. And I forgot how much I enjoyed doing that um, until just recently, but I, I started over 50 publishing companies for people. And... It was um, a lot of work and also a lot of fun being able to work one-on-one with people because then those people went out and published more people. So by being able to set them up correctly, they were able to then go on and help other people see their dreams come true with their written word. Um, So that's sort of how I got to where I am today. Um, There was a job loss in the mix there that forced yeah, there's nothing like losing your job to put a fire under your tail to start a business, and that happened to me, and that's how I ended up in publishing in the world of books, and now I am known as the book ninja and have dozens of training programs and things that, and dozens of books out as well, um, and really nailed down the system to be able to get stories out of people's heads fast because, you know, like you you talked about loss. Already, you talked about uh, reaching people and being able to spend time with people in need. And it is so important, especially as we go into the holidays, to do that. And one of the ways you can do that is by telling your story. Like, the more tragic the story is, the more people grab onto it for hope. Because if you've been through tragedy and survived
1: and thrived, it gives other people hope going through things that they can get through them, too. So, you know, it's so funny because I remember in the early days when I didn't have any books... I had somebody say, because I'm a perfectionist, so it had to be the perfect book, the perfect title, the perfect cover, the perfect." When I never got to it because it was never perfect. I never finished it, or at least I hadn't at that moment. And one of my friends said, you know, my ugly book is better than your no book. And, for, <laughs> and she said, that my ugly book is better than your no book. And I'm like, damn it, you know what? You're right. My not so perfect book is better than my no book. So for all of us out there who are struggling, we have this story out of us, and everybody does. What do you offer us? What is it? Now, you've you, you got dozens of books. How do you do that? Well, writing nonfiction is a lot easier than writing fiction, even
5: when you're writing your own tragic story, because it's a process of healing. Um, I've had several authors that I've worked with who, as they start to write, the words just come pouring out of them because they realize the healing power of those words. Like you talked about why words are so important, writing them down gets them out of you. So if you're holding in bitterness and anger and resentment from some past thing that happened and you start writing it out, you may not end up putting all that in your book. In fact, you probably shouldn't put all that in your book, but it's this major healing process that you go through. And the, the more you start to write, the faster those words will come and sometimes the tears flow. Uh, but what's really amazing is it just gets super powerful because there's a passionate energy behind it. Um, for example, Recently, I, uh, well, this year, I opened a toy store in my downtown, an actual brick and mortar store when people said that my husband and I were crazy. Now we're opening our second store to open in April. Um, But people thought it was just nuts that we did that. But I had so much passion and energy behind it. I wrote. I sat down just to write a few paragraphs for Facebook, and it turned into a three thousand word article all about how people should jump in and support their downtown businesses and support their local communities and the families there instead of big corporate. And I didn't realize all that was even inside of me because I've never have really had a home until now. And then I, I just dawned on me: wow, you know, home is so important. And I finally found my home and all of this just poured right out of me onto the page. And it was very therapeutic and very healing. And it was it was over in a matter of two hours, I got that written. So 3,000 words is enough for a small Kindle book. You know, Kindle's minimum is 2,500 words. So it doesn't have to be anything super long. It doesn't have to be anything super complex. And most of all, it doesn't have to be perfect, which is the number one thing that holds people back from getting their stories out, is they think it has to be perfect.
1: Well, and that really is an issue. You know, it's so funny. One of my friends I've had on the radio here is Joe Theismann. Huge, well-known, amazing speaker, speaks around the world, you know, MVP football player, quarterback. He doesn't have a book. He will by the end of this year, but i got to tell you. You go, wow, and it's because he couldn't find time to write the perfect book. He goes, Wait a second. There's other ways to write a book. And there's other systems. One of those ways, which I'd never even really dawned on, is I'm really good at talking. So why wouldn't you talk your book into a tape recorder and transcribe it? At least it's the beginning to get your thoughts out. What do you think about that? Oh, exactly. I was just going to say that when you said he was a speaker. The more you
5: speak, the more words you have to start with. In fact, um, I'm working on a series right now called Ask Economics. My first book will be released in February. Um, the title, Ask Economics. The second one is going to be Cash In and I took five to seven, I'm not sure exactly how many trainings that I had done on money mindset and got them transcribed, and that's the foundation of my book. I have 30,000 words to start with right there. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> I already have all these words that I can start with and just expand with more examples and stories, and that book is pretty much written itself. One thing to keep in mind when you are a speaker is the human brain processes words differently when they're spoken versus when they're written. So you really need a really good editor or you need to be a good editor to be able to make sure those words are going to flow. I read several books that I had to put down, even though the information was really good, because they were straight transcripts. And they didn't say it at the beginning of the book that, hey, you're reading a recorded interview or a, you know, originally recorded speech. If it had said that, the brain would kick in and say, oh, well, I'm reading a conversation that someone is having in, you know, by their mouth. So it interprets the words a little bit differently that way. But man, just being able to speak and take that information, maybe even send it to a ghostwriter to put into book format and make it all flow for you, that's hands off. You
1: literally can write your book in the hour it takes you to speak. So maybe I'm thinking I've done uh, Voice America Radio here since 2011. Maybe I need to do Voice America-nomics. Um, I think that would be really good. <laughs> well, I will say it's actually kind of funny that, and all kidding aside, you know, we, this is the Influencer Network. And maybe I actually I hadn't really thought about that, but I've got some phenomenal interviews that we've done. And maybe not all straight as an interview, but, uh great information. Uh, and great. like you said, if you let people know, I very often go to certain magazines like uh, Vanity Fair, and they'll find, like, they'll have a famous person interview another famous person, and they'll just do the straight interview. In the printed form, but you see their names, so you realize it's two people talking to each other.
5: Exactly. And that
1: causes the brain
5: to interpret it like it's a spoken word rather than a written word. And so there's no disconnect in the reader understanding what's being said. So, like, one of the best things when people have a podcast or a radio show that they can do to support the people that they're interviewing is to get that straight-up transcribed and release it on Kindle with a template cover. What that does is that advertises – it cross-advertises, actually, the radio show and also the books. So the radio show can advertise the books. You make $0.99 per Kindle book that's sold. And some people prefer to read versus listen. Like, I personally – I can't listen to podcasts. I don't know why. (laughs) I just, I don't retain the information that way. I'm not an audio learner at all. I'm actually a kinetic learner, which is more rare. Um, And so I learn best when I read something and then put it into practice right away. So I'm notorious for buying Kindle versions of podcast interviews because it's just easier for me to absorb information that way. One of the hooks that authors, including myself, get stuck in and, and the ruts that we get stuck in is we tend to put information out the way that we consume it, not the way everyone else might consume it. And then we wonder why our reach isn't as broad as it is. Well, because there's different kinds of learners. There's audio, visual, kinetic And they all learn in these different styles. So unless you're reaching them with audio, video, books, and like three different formats of the same exact thing, then people think it's like redundancy, but it's
1: not. It's actually being able to reach three completely different audiences. We're about 20 seconds away from a quick break here, guys. I want you to stay tuned. I'm going to bring Kristen back for the last segment of our show. Because I want her to offer up a couple of tips on how, if you've got that idea or story in your head, how you can get it out. I know that's very worthwhile information, so you're not going to want to miss this. Uh, you're listening to the Forbes Center on the Influencer Network. I'm Forbes Riley. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
3: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now
0: Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes, guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym, so try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel shackled to your business? Do you feel that there is no room for anything else, like a personal life, family, fun? Did you know that there is another way? Listen for The Unshackled Life with hosts Aaron Scott Young and Michelle Pearson Young. They'll discuss what helps your business work better for you so that you get to have a life. Aaron Young has been starting and running companies for over 30 years. It's time for you to finally have the time, money, and freedom that you've always wanted. The Unshackled Life, Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Influencers.
4: What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats. So all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you.
0: You are listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472- Five seven nine five or send an email to Forbes at Forbes Riley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley.
1: Hey, you guys, so you are up to the very last part of the show. Sometimes I say best for last. So we've got Kristen from www.thebookninja.com. Basically, if you've got an idea, a story, a tragedy, a success, something that the world needs to hear, and I'm gonna tell you guys, everyone I've ever talked to has that story, has something in their head or their heart that if somebody else heard it, maybe a lot of other people heard it, their life would be better, challenged, different. So one of the things that I, I suggest all the time to people, stop playing so small, stop thinking, oh, who would want to listen to my story of blah, blah, blah. There are so many takeaways and so much influence and power in sharing this spoken or written word in this case so, Kristen, welcome back. Thank you. And would you share with us just three tips? I know you teach a course on this, and we're inviting people to go to your website to learn more. But here on the Forbes Factor, we can provide some value and some insight. So I've asked for three tips that you could maybe even do immediately. What might you say to my audience? Absolutely. Um, one of them is
5: pay attention to the questions that people are asking. When you're perusing social media, especially Facebook, if you're in any Facebook groups that people are asking questions and you tend to answer them, most likely that's information that people want. So whether you're sharing parts of your story or parts of your expertise, keep track of that. Your responses can be copy and pasted and used for the foundation of a book. Um, The second tip is to just stop using the spell check (laughs) on your computer while you're writing turn off spelling and grammar check. Don't worry about those words being all mismatched. They'll turn red and green as soon as you turn that back on. Because what that does is that interrupts the flow in the brain and causes the brain to say, ooh, ooh look, there's a colored line. We need to fix that. It's extremely distracting. And the third tip is if you have trouble writing in your home office or your if you have an office outside of the home like I do, I got more writing done on an airplane with no Wi-Fi than I got done in the previous six months combined. So sometimes what you need to do is cut yourself off from the outside world as far as your internet is concerned. So go to a coffee shop that does not have Wi-Fi. Those are rare. um, But the background noise will actually help you focus or you can just turn the Wi-Fi off on your computer or tablet while you're writing and Using a program like Scrivener, it will also help you focus down on just one or two chapters at a time. So between the white noise in the background and the focus of just working on those one or two chapters at a time, you will be amazed how much information you can get down so quickly. So all these things combined, especially taking what we already talked about with what, you know, taking your speaking and transcribing and using that as the base, you can really get your message out and get your book done within a few days. It doesn't have to be hard. We tend to make it hard. And you know what? It's time that we
1: stop making everything hard and start taking the easy path because it's worth it. What a conversation. What a concept that you, one, get your book out in a few days and not be hard. I mean, and I love what you said. We make everything hard, don't we? It's so fascinating. If there was an easy way, we still like to complicate things. Oh, always, always. <laughs> that that is just so funny. So, tell me on a little personal note. What are you doing for the holidays? Well, my husband and I have
5: decided to throw a wrench in the plans because we are always buying so much for each other year round. So, we decided not even to do an experience or anything, but we're just giving each other an ornament and a card for Christmas, which is extra difficult because we have to make it ourselves <laughs> so to find some time between now and the next two weeks to get that done. And we decided to spend the money on the kids instead. He has two grown daughters and families that need some higher ticket items. So that's a lot of fun. Um, and we're just, we're just taking it chill. I mean, I have a toy store, so I'm getting right ahead over there after this Christmas season, fourth quarter, my first time. And it's really really busy over there in fact it's so busy i feel like christmas has already happened like you said
1: i think christmas should be in october <laughs> that would solve so what? many issues <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. that it is it is it, it all of a sudden happened then it's the next new year and it's like oh my god when did all that just ugh. so i right? had to be a, you know a little bump and it's a bit overwhelming right and then all of a sudden it's the new year and you're like oh wow so, and as you get older, it just seems to go faster. When I was a kid, I guess everything just lasted longer. I think summer was a lot longer when I was a kid. Christmas time was a lot slower. Oh. You know, yeah, oh. anyway. and then first, then. And I have teenagers who have interesting views on Christmas, and we won't go into those publicly, but it's challenging when things change when you're six to when you're 16.
5: Oh, yeah. I encounter that in our store. <laughs> There's
1: a definite different mindset shift there. My, my philosophy is in everything in life, if you don't believe, you don't receive. That's all I'll say. That's true. And then actually one of my, th- and then one of my favorite stories is oh, we always love to make cookies for Santa on, on, uh, Chris- on Christmas Eve. And one year we just ran out of time. And I woke up the next morning and I was very surprised to learn that this is true. There was a note from Santa and it said, Riley's, you are my all-time favorite family. I actually don't like baked cookies. I, I just like the raw cookie dough. Thank you. <laughs> oh, awesome. I know. That's I love it. So I learned one lesson. We didn't have to talk. go ahead. Well, one of the
5: other things that we like to do every year is, and I've done this for the past five or six years is adopt a family. And we adopted one. Of, actually it was my old housekeeper, her family last year. And this year we found out that a little girl in one of the grand kiddos, um, her Girl Scout troop, their house burned down just a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So we are working with the Girl Scout troop leader to be able to surprise them with a Christmas because while they're getting stuff now, they really won't have much of a Christmas. So that's really cool to be able to do that. And because Toys for Tots is our chosen charity, of course, you know, toy store and all that, um, we not only were able to donate a bunch of pallets of toys there, but now we get to actually do the service thing for a family, which is just makes my heart sing. It's, it's so cool to be able to do that because like you said in the previous segment, we get so busy with just stuff and we lose sight, everybody, especially business people, we lose sight of the fact that other people are hurting and this is one way that we're able to give back and I will really pass that challenge on to everybody again to do something you know choose one thing that makes your heart sing and go jump into it and help give back to your local communities
1: because nothing makes you know all the gifts in the world can't add up to that so you know if you're listening to forms factor an interesting theme. you listen to very successful women maybe three if you include me uh, and what do we talk about we talk about certainly what we're up to but how we can help others uh we've got one minute left on today's broadcast chris anything you want to say to everybody listening I want to leave everyone with this,
5: whether you feel like what you have to say is worth it or not, um, whether you feel like you're valued or not. What matters is, has anybody ever asked you or said, hey, you should write a book when they hear your story? And has anyone ever asked you questions about your story? And if you have a yes to either one of those questions, then you need to write it. So the most important thing for you to do right now is to take action whether that's to just brain dump out a bunch of ideas on a sheet of paper or it's to start you know, recording your speeches and send them off to a transcriptionist. Whatever the choice is, take action. And by take action, I don't mean just saying, oh, I'll get to it next week or next month. Put it in your calendar that you're going to do that thing then. If I don't black out my time, which I did this week to write for my book, um, then it won't get done. And I have a hard deadline because I'm going to lose my trademark in February if it's not published, which is why my publishing date is February. book isn't totally written yet. We are
1: actually out of time. Sadly, my producers oh. are going, we're out of time. So, listen, I want to thank you so much. Have a wonderful, blessed, happy holiday. I'll see you guys next week right here on The Forbes Factor on Voice America. I am Forbes Riley, and it's 3 o'clock on Wednesdays Eastern Time. Make sure that you're here and please do me a favor. Invite somebody who needs to hear what we're talking about or share the podcast on iTunes. From Forbes with Riley, all my friends and all my fans, I love you guys very much. I'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and Noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.